coming to you from beneath Flat Earth. Flat Earth. Flat Earth. Flat Earth. Earth. The Grave Talk. <laughs> At the end of the day, rich motherfuckers are gonna be rich motherfuckers. The cops will not, the cops will not, the cops, the cops will not do the right thing, but they'll do the white thing. Right thing, white thing. Right, white, right, white, 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 white thing. Rich motherfuckers are gonna be rich motherfuckers. Most people are not Jesus. 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 Because you're dumb. You're dumb. Dumb. Whatever. infrastructural level of a society you're talking changes in the minds of people and and you're talking how people organize their thoughts and this idea of freedom and particularly you know what is freedom is freedom even something that like should be valued or even in that word and what what is it that we really value you know because I, I I think having clean water is more important than people to have freedom to do whatever they have they want on the river um, I think well, here's the explain. here's the idea. But, but wait, wait, wait. With that said, and even more specifically, with respects to the ongoing debate about vaccines, and you know, you hear this a lot. Parents are the best to decide what's right for their children, and like, are parents really the best to decide what's for their children? Is is that really true? Is that even a worthwhile debate? Like, um. And, and, and so I, I want to go in that direction. Okay. Well, I mean, here, here's something I just, uh, a point I wanted to make is the, the beauty of the word freedom from a propaganda standpoint is it's vague and abstract enough to where you can basically encompass a lot of people, pull a lot of people in this, under this umbrella of this term and, you know, get it, it people can have an emotional response and basically it, it, it like i said it's vague and abstract enough to where it can be twisted in somebody's mind to mean what they want it to mean in that moment for say the the propaganda tool to pull all these people into one group that they want to pull them to and like with with the right wing you know it's utilized effectively for one, to make them like this cohesive voting block, but also to just get them to stand, no matter the contradictions that are inherent in a lot of their arguments and a lot of their stances, but it, it gets them to basically just band together, you know, behind a vague abstract term. And like you said, like, what does freedom, what does freedom even mean if it, if it, imposes its will onto my freedoms etc etc i mean we don't have to go down rabbit holes in that regard but it's it to me it's 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 a it's a term and it's an idea that has very apparent contradictions that if you look at it objectively and logically you know so i completely agree and but the, but the point i'm trying to make is i think we have to like you know as people on the left who want to 
have a certain way that people think about life, you know, we have to start, you know, questioning, are, are these debates even worthwhile? If somebody's whole stance is going to be on defending a concept you can't defend in freedom, you know, is that even a debate worth having? Because, you know, when, when we're talking about, and, and I want to keep framing this back to, are parents really the best to make decisions for their kids? You know, if you go back into the 1700s, <laughs> the 1800s, life was much simpler where the this idea of being able to live off your land, live off the resources, and that's ignoring the great atrocities that were going on with the genocides and that. But just from that standpoint, that only works when you had a less developed technological society and people who lived shorter lifespans. Um, well, here's the, the thing. The, 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 wait, wait. The, but the, the, and the battles they were fighting for, what freedom represented, um, those battles are not the same battles that we are fighting. Um, those are far different. Um, and, 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 you know, we can debate the hypocrisies of the way they even use the word, but even if we exclude that, those are not the same battles that affect modern man, and we don't need, we should not be holding on to the solutions of old problems. We need new solutions for this new modern problem. Well, you know, first of all, I uh, kind of piggybacking on what you're saying, I, I, I don't think, I think it's a losing argument to try to argue freedoms with say these libertarian types or right winger types um, because they've already they've already done the mental gymnastics in their mind to like you can't like change their viewpoints or not necessarily change their viewpoints but show them the fallacies of their argument like for instance the the libertarian view of freedom is basically um freedom to have people serve me and exploit everything at will regardless of what happens to anybody else right but that brings me to what i really think is the core problem with what you're saying about our parents the best to choose what's right for their kid i don't necessarily think i think that's sort of like the um the Putting a Band-Aid on like a gushing open wound type of argument. And what I mean by that is the bigger argument is more about collectivism versus individualism. And I, I think so many of these arguments go back to that because the fact that we live in such an individualistic society or our, our mindset in the Western world is so individualistic that for us to even think these thoughts of like, I, the person, knows what's best for my kids and my family as opposed to like the collectivist viewpoint where like hey we can all come together and you're an expert in this you're an expert in that and and decide what's best for our families versus mine etc do, do, do you see what i'm saying there it's like i, I feel uh, yes, like yes yes yeah i i actually do and what i want to say on that is you know th that is why like we need to as people on the left because where we also fall short of being able to sell our position is oftentimes when they get questioned with questions of freedom, you know, people on the left, even though they got the right answers to quality of life and helping people, they stammer, they look weak. Uh, instead of, you know, we would have to acknowledge, yes, in the way people define freedom, 
you know, you would lose some of those under this. But that's because, you know, we actually want to improve your lives. You know, people on the left too often, you know, and, and what, what, this is what makes AOC so effective is she is really good at articulating her point immediately when questioned. She never looks weak. But that's one in few. She is also somebody who I would say is also a lot more willing to say, you know what? This is our position. What? Um, and she's ready to come back. But that digression aside, when you're talking about the um, collectivism versus individualism, the concept of freedom itself is very individualistic, which, you know, if you understand the historical roots, it was important when we had to fight from the oppression of a monarchy. Um, and in before people say, um, you know, modern capitalism is a form of monarchy, yes, but it's not direct monarchy. You know, at least in capitalism, um, there is a more structured way of advancing people's lives. To have the arguments of freedom, to even consider that as something we think about, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, it, it, in a collectivist society, if something's wrong, there's no freedom. That's what everybody's banding together to fix. Yeah, I, I just I think the, the the term freedom in and of itself is so sort of vague and abstract. Just like not not even like the Merriam-Webster's type of definition, but just in our society, like it means what it needs to mean to the person at that given time, right? There, you can't really pinpoint the definition of that word for like universally because it it's. Yep. It's a propaganda tool, in my opinion, for what what we're saying. The the individualistic, you know, the the the, the whole like idea of individualism in America and the Western world, in in my view, it's it's used to basically separate us from each other, and we're that much more um, effectively controlled, and not like conspiratorially, but just like by the markets, right? We're, we're, our choices are controlled, our, the way we view things and not caring about the exploitation of others as long as, you know, and I mean, we all suffer from this, right? We're all in this rat race, you know, trying to advance, you know, ourselves, like myself, I'm trying to advance myself, but we, I mean, I don't know, kind of a digression, but. Not necessarily a digression, but but to focus it a little bit, um, <clears throat> I think when we're talking about freedom and we're talking about solutions, I think, especially in this modern advanced world, too oftentimes, whether the person's on the left, a libertarian, a, a white winger, what we're also talking about is we're reaching back, and th this is going to ignore the fact that a lot of these people are Christian and that's even older, but people are going to, in the past to find solutions today. And like one thing that always bothers me about a lot of people is like, if you in any way are scientific and take evolution seriously, people may have been brilliant back in the day, but they are not smarter than people today. They're just not. They're, they're not equipped for our modern advanced world. And, you know, our solutions are going to be brand new solutions, our way of talking about things, our way of addressing, the way we respond to accusations need to be different. And, and they need to not follow the old world thinking. Yeah. So yes, you know, when George Washington then, you know, ignoring all the slavery stuff, there was a freedom that America was fighting for from Britain. We were getting out of the reaches of monarchy. Um, 
And so that was important. You know, we can't discount that. But yeah, well, I mean, I think it it's doesn't, fair. It, it doesn't I, apply to today. And so, you know, yeah, no, I'm saying people, I, I think it's fair to say like, okay, I want to be free from said thing. Like, like I, I think free and freedom needs specificity. And it, it's something that needs to be a case by case thing for it to even have meaning because just, you know, it's very easily to, to, um, use just a little bit of logic to show how, you know, one person's freedom can impose a sort of oppression on another person's freedom. Right. Okay. <clears throat> but you know, one, one thing, go ahead. Okay. But, but then to tie this into the, the, the main question I proposed about, um, are parents really the best to decide? And then collectivist versus individual thinking in a collectivist mindset, you know, Part of the bad choices we're making right now is the the bad choices are sort of hardwired into our infrastructure, you know, and I'm going to include our economic system as part of our infrastructure. Um, in a collectivist society, at a certain point, we don't give parents the opportunity to make those bad decisions because, you know, personal responsibility argument tangent aside, which wouldn't even be valid um, anyway, but I know that's where people would come at this. Um, in any society that wants to advance, we depend on every single member and we need those members productive. And if they're not productive because of insufficient, um, socioeconomic infrastructure, we, we, we can't, we should expect parents to make bad decisions because well, those bad know, decisions are hardwired into our lives. In, in, in a society that's so individualistic, um, I would say that, you know, Looking at it through the lens of our current system and our current paradigm and asking our parents the right the right person to make a decision for their kids, I would say depends. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. I don't think there's a black and white answer to that. I think that asking that question through this lens is not necessarily the right question because, you know, yes, sure, like, you know, this old podunk motherfucker doesn't know the right medical questions or the right sort of medical knowledge to make the correct decision for his kid. But he also doesn't necessarily have the right um, access to education to even understand that. So maybe he is the best decision for his kid. I, I, I guess what I'm trying to get at, and I'm not articulating it very well, is it it needs to be further back and not asking our parents the right person to make a decision for their kids but is individualism so, versus collectivism that's but yes the, yes the so argument. i see and i know I that's vague and that's more generalized but well, i don't think it's so vague and i understand what you're saying but i think that's a little off point the reason i'm bringing this up is because right now in in the midst of this pandemic you know there are too many people utilizing that argument as a selling point getting up there passionately and saying i am the best person to make decisions for my children and you know and i i mean quite clearly on any objective level we could say no you are not now yes i do know that we couldn't go right now to the current incarnation of the american government and say all right set a mandate a, a almost rigid mechanical like mandate on how people lead their lives because 
people right now can't even agree on the efficiency of vaccines. Um, well, no, I, I think it's I, I I think it's it goes back to like it's less about me as an individual like legitimately trying to make this you know knowledgeable decision for my kid and more just about like I don't care about anybody else and my my example for that is like there's just a recent video of like you know the people are going crazy at these fucking school board meetings for like mask mandates to, for kids and there was one where a kid um I wish I could sh- maybe I'll find the link and send it to you. There was a kid up there talking about, you know, why masks are effective and blah, blah, blah. And he wants to protect his family. And there's kind of like, you could see in the background, people making faces. And then he talks about how his grandma died from COVID last year. And he felt like that a mask would have helped, right? Because it was one of them that were out in an unmasked area and brought it back to her. And some lady behind snickers right she laughs and you know people tracked her down figured out who she was she ended up getting fired whatever that's a whole different argument but the point is that it she's completely separated herself from the empathy and the the compassion towards the collective like this other person this other person's grandma it's just all about me 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 and i that's which why i think would it, make it's my less... point which would make my point more is though because we have to understand that that question, I'm the best to make the decision for my parents, is going to be something that you hear often and how you respond to that. And what I am arguing for, what I am talking about, is that the left needs to start on some of these questions that we're being quote-unquote accused for. We need to go be like, yes, you are not the best person for to make decisions for your parents. I mean, I would agree. Uh, yeah, I would know, agree that and, there and needs and to so, be like so, some backbone you know, and people to step but back the re- and be like, but the reason no, you're why, not. the reason why is we have to also know because their response will then be, oh, you want to take away my freedoms. And we need to be able to respond. You're not smart enough to utilize your freedoms anyway um, or, or something. But we need to be able to say, Yes, you're right. We're we're not for freedoms. Freedoms are choices of evil people. Um, because right now in the current construct of our society, you know, and this might be a tangent we don't go into, the concept of freedom right now and the way it is utilized in the courts with this economic privacy that corporations have is simply for crooks and drug dealers and pedophiles to do business in private without the law enforcement being able to hold them accountable. But and is it a worthwhile argument? Any of these things with these people is it even worthwhile arguments? No, 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 no. I'm going no, with that. These is, are worthwhile discussions to have. I think amongst, it, okay. I think it's a worthwhile. Ourselves. Yes, because it's a worthwhile discussion. I'm not saying that. I'm, 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 I'm. Yeah, I'm not saying like, hey, this conversation is not interesting. Is it worthwhile? No. What I mean is, is it worthwhile to engage these people on that playing field? And what what I mean by that is four, four, four. Should, so, so for this. It, it is if you can defend your position and look strong, because it could also be advertising but to like how just, other people. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, it needs to be advertising for how other people on the left need to respond, because part of the reason the left can't get up passionately is they don't know how to respond. They don't really know what they're fighting for. Because yes, no, I this, get that. I get that. But look, let, let me say something. So I, I don't think it's necessarily the idea of engaging with these people. I, I think it goes back to one of these things like, the only thing that's going to work is ridicule and shame. And whether you're shaming that exact person who has these terrible views or maybe not terrible views, but just 
views that lack a knowledge base, somebody else who might be on the fence could see how stupid that person looks because you've ridiculed and shamed them because you're not going to outlogic these people. I, I well, yes, these people you're operate not, on but emotion. The, but part of the ridicule to be shamed part of the ridicule and ridiculed and shame. Part of the ridicule and shame is. Yes, you're right. These people, quote unquote, that can get into scary territory the way people use language if you use it like that. But that aside, you know, part of the thing is you're not necessarily you're right. These people, but these people are the most vocal and they do influence people on the edge that who may not be an active vocal participant, but they truly are listening and they're ready to decide one way or the other. Yes. Okay. I'm not saying saying don't engage them. I'm just saying is the engagement like... I don't think that the engagement sh- uh, f- with them should be like a genuine argument. I think it but, should but, but be, see, I, I think I it should be in bad it. faith, personally. I have not presented it as a genuine argument. No, I'm not and saying have, you did. I'm just But But, but, but that's, but, but wait, wait, wait. Well, well, but, but this is, no, this is important. This is stuff that has to be hashed out. These are boring conversations on white wing talk radio and all these various Fox News, Newsmax programs that they have with their position. And they literally, and going back to our CRT episode that because of volume issues wasn't there. But one thing I mentioned was before that, having listened to a Sean Hannity episode and the entire episode in one way or another was devoted to CRT. But that that aside, they had this caller on there who, and what she said, and at first I didn't know which way she was trolling, and then I realized, no, when Sean Hannity had to kind of shut her up, Sean Hannity had that break where he's like, uh, how do I how do I not insult my audience but get this psycho to shut up? But one but thing she did say to start it is she I, no, said— No, I know. You've used I, wait, this wait, example wait, several what, times. What, what, what I, well, one time, but another time, is she talked about the repetition, the no, repetition I, I, that they I, had. I get that. I get that. I'm, okay, so, but I'm, the reason I'm, I'm saying is— Engaging these people on like in a good faith argument, I think is detrimental to like what we would think of our cause as trying to move forward on the left. I I think, and you know, people would disagree, but I I, I just think if you don't operate again, because these people aren't genuine, they're not arguing in good faith. They're coming at it from a completely selfish perspective. And if you try to take that on in good faith, you're already, you've already lost the battle. It's like climate well, change, Well, yes, right? agree, agree. The, the and thing I'm not, about a lot of these uh, issues, hold on, let me finish, let me finish. Okay. The thing about a lot of these issues is they don't have to win the argument. I think that's one of the things the left doesn't understand. We're trying to win arguments and that's where we lose because they just need there to be an argument. That's it. Just the fact that an argument exists, they've already won. Why? Because they've stagnated the process that would fix this problem, like climate change, right? They never, the goal of these companies and the the Koch brothers and stuff has never been to win the argument because they can't win so the let's argument. So let the goal climate is change to, right there. The let's, goal is, no, I'm just saying to tying this into whatever it is on on these these topics on on freedom. They don't have to win the argument. They just need there to be an argument, and it stagnates the whole process. That's that's my point. And so, see, I think you 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 missed <coughs> what what I was trying to say in the beginning about this. It this the point isn't to win arguments with these people because you already know these people are going to have these same arguments, the same rehearsed agendas. But what you are trying to do is you know you're going to be involved in these 
interactions. Regardless of what, regardless of what you want to do, enough of these people exist. These interactions are going to take place. And one thing yes. we have to do on the left is wait, 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 wait. We have to train ourselves. How do we respond to these interactions? Because right now, the one thing about the left is there are too many appearances where we look weak and we don't look like somebody you want to follow. And I disagree when, with that. I think uh, we look, uh, we look uh, weak to the people that already think we're weak. And no, I don't we think do not. That we're not. No, to, that's I, not I, true because because even though most Republican voters want left wing policies when you present it objectively, they don't vote for it because they vote for candidates. And, and, and so we can't. Well, these people are what they call what you call too far gone. It doesn't. Most of those people, it doesn't matter what you say. Sure, they check a box on a poll that but, but, shows. But, that they're for the Medicare for all. Is it's not in, just for that individual. No, 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 it is. Col- it wait, is. wait, wait, wait. This is, is important. No, this is an important nuance that you're missing. The point sometimes is in these interactions you're going to have, you're not trying to convince the person. Your real audience might be that person's child who was looking for somebody strong for when they argue against their parents. Because uh, oftentimes we're going to keep having these interactions. And if we are but these, not this ready- this person's child is indoctrinated by their parents. Like very few few times is the child going to listen to you that should not uh, be an obstacle to us doing the right thing for look i think we're talking past each other right now okay i think we're talking past each other okay so um yeah i I, i'm but go ahead continue Wait, wait wait no but this is important because to dismiss it that these people are not people you engage with these people have power and in some way you have to engage in if indoctrination is what you're saying was a, a, a an obstacle that couldn't overcome we would not even be having this conversation and we would still be believing here's in what I mean here here's what I mean when I say they're not worth engaging in I mean like I, I'm using climate change because it's an easy example I think so much time is spent on trying to like shift the public viewpoint as a po- on a national level as opposed to just like if if we would have had an effective like grassroots sort of movement to get in there and in all over spread out like getting real sort of actions taken on a local level then these things would have sprouted up and and where I'm going with that is back to the individualism versus collectivism thing. If we can get communities to see how, hey, your community would be better off if, you know, there wasn't fucking fighters every year based on this or that, or, you know, your air wasn't shit because there's this thing or whatever sort of thing. And that would have a sort of trickle up effect. I, I think a lot of these problems, we're looking at them from the national level. And we're, when we do that, we've already lost. So, uh, you know, to your point about us talking past, <sighs> I don't know if we're talking past. I think that w- we're not completely lined up in what we're talking about because I agree with your points that you're you're saying about collectivist and individual, but I and I and I and I understand what you mean when you're talking about people saying too far gone. But there is just just from an assessment standpoint, the fact remains that there will be these interactions people have, how they respond, how they do things will have a great impact to people who may not be the best educated but are looking to do the right thing. 
And when you're okay, fair enough. I I understand what you're saying. Like, hey, we need to engage this conversation when it arises. But we have to understand how to respond to it. And, And part of the way we have to respond is. If it is a true criticism, particularly within the individualistic framework, we have to find a way to respond from a position of strength. That just has to be done or we're never going to sell our point to anybody. Um, the other thing is when you're talking about collectivist versus individualism, it is important, but we still cannot take away that in any society, whether it's individualistic, collectivist, or anywhere in between, it still is going to depend on individuals making individual decisions. Um, now, those decisions can be steered yeah, as, I mean, as we. The wait, wait. Those decisions yes. can be steered as we talked about in our current socioeconomic infrastructure. Some people have no choice but to be resort to criminal activities. Otherwise, they don't put food on the table for their family. So, you know, I understand that. Part of those things is we have to be able to understand that we got to design a system that takes away the need to make bad choices. So you, you, you made a point about like, even if we're in a collectivist society, it's still depending on individuals at a, at a base level making individual decisions. I think that is a fallacious view on it because if that, that is viewing collectivism through the lens of individualism and you're already wrong because if you're viewing collectivism through a collectivist mindset then you see that the whole everything is one large machine and the machine doesn't work if this rubber band is missing then the whole machine doesn't work and if you're as an individual hold on let me finish if you as an individual understand that me as the rubber band if my function my to my individual um, prosperity depends on me lifting up your individual prosperity. Because if I don't do these things correctly for the whole collection of things, then me as an individual will suffer. Does that make sense? It's not just like, yeah, but go ahead. Well, yes, but I did mention a lot of those choices eventually will no longer be choices when you improve the socioeconomic infrastructure. But currently, in our system that we live in, to get to a collectivist point of view, it's going to take a lot of individuals making individual decisions. It's, well, of it's course. But it's not just of course, because th- that point that you're making is more important in 50, 60, 70, 80 years when we're in that point. The point we have to understand the situation we're in now and how we're going to get, you know, if we want to get to step 10,000, but we're only on step 8,000, we got 2,000 more steps to get. I understand But it's important to hash it out now because we're living We are hashing it out. Yeah, yeah, but what I'm saying is, you know, when too many people- Stop saying but, you motherfucker. I'm just joking, I'm just talking shit. Look, 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 look. It's frustrating (laughs) to see so many people on the left take such weak positions that I don't want to follow because it's just like when there does come time right now in our world with the way resources have been structurally limited, there's still going to be times that people have to make tough decisions. Um, Um, Okay, well, you know, I I agree and... I don't think people on the left, when you say people, I, I think there's a lot of 
like leftists, just regular people who aren't weak and aren't taking weak positions, but they're obviously not the people in power. I think the people in power that are quote unquote on the left are taking weak positions. But I think the problem is that a lot of these people in power aren't really leftist. So when we're looking at, at these people who like they're interviewed and they flip flop and they're wishy washy and they don't take a stance, that's because they're not really leftists right and and it's i think it's it's it so to view know, to them as the, such go ahead so to rein this back in bring it back to our conversation about freedom not being the right framework are parents really the best to to, to make the decisions for their children um too many people um on the left don't have avenues um, with which to exercise their position. And when you're saying there's not people on the left, um, they're not really on the left. Well, when does the left get its volunteers in a similar way? And I would say people on the left are very, you know, scientific-based. When does science and, and decisions that are practical get its passionate movement of voters who are out there screaming at um, teacher meetings. Okay, you know, well, you okay, you like to get nuanced, right? You yep. like to get nuanced. Yep. I think the, the 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 argument here is an argument of leftism versus liberalism, and in America, we view not me and you, but the majority of people view these liberals as leftists when they are in fact not leftists, right? They are yep. just the the sort of if anything, they're more right wing, right? If well, we yeah, yeah, their, the right wing. If we look at their and, economic. And the, if we look at their economic agendas and their economic viewpoints, they're they're right wing, right? The Clintons, etc. But we don't need to go down that. Uh, I'm saying that the these people are what everybody's looking towards as like some voices to the left. But the real leftists, like the AOCs and the Ilhan Omars, I would argue are doing exactly what you're saying should be done. It's just the 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 problem is that leftism in America at this point in time is is like an infant, right? It's, it's well, yeah, growing. Yeah, yes, but, but see, what I'm saying is, and this is why we're having the discussion, is yes, there are a few leaders up there, but what makes any of the... Why the fuck is a weak individual like Ted Cruz... My God, that still makes me embarrassed to even be an American is that weak individual is in power. Like I, I you know, my I, argument against on a side note, my my thing about Ted Cruz, and I know him well, I don't think I'm being petty, but some people might. The fact that he that Donald Trump disrespected his wife in front of the world, and then he then proceeded to get on his knees and suck off the fucking Whoa, 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 whoa. Pinky language, of, please, language we're trying to appeal. <laughs> well, okay, the fact that he then, you know, bowed his head to the King Donald Trump after this guy disrespected his wife so blatantly and belligerently, like, I will, I can and will never respect that. that well, yes, fair, that. fair enough, fair enough, point taken. But what, what I'm trying to say is he came up in the Tea Party movement, and he only needed to look strong in his district by making these grant because nobody is better at just getting a camera and Ted Cruz shouting passionately about something that's never going to happen. Um, well, I mean, even when he shouts, it, wait, wait, even wait, wait, when wait. he shouts into a camera, he's not really convincing. But a, a lot of the people that are but on he that is side, convincing they don't need. In, it, they're, but he's they're all, 
they're so he's primed, right? To, he's like, convincing to enough voters to keep him a senator that gives him that opportunity. But well, the, point, okay, the bigger point I'm something. trying to make, these wait, wait, people the are. Point, I don't want to get off on Ted Cruz. The point I'm trying to make isn't even about these people. The point I'm trying to make is the on the left, we need to start having people passionate to give leaders the support okay, they need. So when are and you going to a when are you going to a school meeting? You're 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 right about that. The but, but no, again, I'm not trying to call you out right no, now no, because no, no, I've been no, thinking no. about this also. No, like, I should be at, called at, out. At some, we should at some point. No, no, no. Wait, no. This is a good point right here, and, I, and I'm all for it. We on the left need to be able to be called out and not be hurt when we're called out, because that's part of the way we're going to have the collectivist mindset. Is we have to be able to be called out and be willing to change our behaviors. You know, and that that's the only way we're yeah. going to be able to do it. And, you know, yes, it is tough. And you're right. Uh, having having a, a young child now in school, I'm like, I got to start participating more. I actually got to do this, you know, but not just the school meeting, getting more involved in local politics. But it starts with conversations as well, because a lot of the volunteers, too, are not even the people involved in local politics. It's the people who come out to get togethers, to rallies, to support a position. Now, yes, the left doesn't have a strong evangelical base with which to draw from to create movements or at least I not think a unified there are passionate people on the left the 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 proof of that the data for that is the fact that we had these blm protests like so widespread all over the country after the george floyd and um and, and that's not like regardless of how somebody feels about those or whatever it doesn't matter my point is there are passionate people with lefty viewpoints the problem is that we are not as lefty voters we are not as primed as the other um the other side and where i'm going with that i know hold on let me finish let me finish and i know you didn't want to go off on ted cruz which i'm not going to but the the fact that somebody that's so you don't even have to look past the surface to see how weak of a person he is how pathetic he is the fact that he can just get up there and you know, spew generalities and it work is the fact that that voting base in those areas are just so primed that you just basically like give them, you know, a little bit of sugar and they're coming back for more, right? They, it doesn't take much, right? They're not thinking and it just takes any bozo to just get up there and, you know, feed them the, the opium of their dreams. And then they, you know, vote him in. Well, yes, yes, for sure, for sure. Whereas lefties were not as primed. And I I mean, I I think some people are, but I don't know. One thing I wanted to talk about, one thing I wanted to talk about, but we didn't get to it was I I was going to try to spin this freedom subject because we're on the anniversary of 9-11 to talk about, you know, freedom on a global scale but i think maybe you know if we meet back tomorrow or monday night we can talk about that also but one point i wanted to make about collectivism in america is we can't have a collectivist mindset viewed only through a nationalistic lens if we're not viewing it collectively on a world level then our collectivism our prosperity will be at the hands of imperialism.